Hello friends, happy Friday to you. Yes it is, you did it, congratulations. Welcome to the end of this week and the beginning of a new section of our Bible reading plan. We have just finished this incredible journey through Luke and now we enter into some letters from Paul. We enter into what people refer to as his pastoral epistles. These are a couple of letters to Timothy and a letter to Titus. They call them pastoral epistles because he's writing in care and pastoral concern for these two servants of the church and also in pastoral concern for the churches that they oversee. So today we're going to begin reading 1 Timothy. Now 1 Timothy was written, this is right toward the end of Paul's ministry. And as it says in the first chapter here, Timothy is the pastor of this early church in Ephesus. And Paul writes this to encourage him and to build him up and show his concern for him. It is a wonderful letter and I'm delighted that you and me, we get to read it together. So come on, friend, won't you join me? Let us read it, starting with 1 Timothy chapter 1. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the command of God our Saviour and of Christ Jesus our hope, to Timothy, my true son in the faith, Grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. As I urged you when I went into Macedonia, stay there in Ephesus, so that you may command certain people not to teach false doctrines any longer, or to devote themselves to myths and endless genealogies. Such things promote controversial speculations rather than advancing God's work, which is by faith. The goal of this command is love, which comes from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith. Some have departed from these and have turned to meaningless talk. They want to be teachers of the law, but they do not know what they are talking about or what they so confidently affirm. We know that the law is good if one uses it properly. We also know that the law is made not for the righteous, but for lawbreakers and rebels, the ungodly and sinful, the unholy and irreligious, for those who kill their fathers or mothers, for murderers, for the sexually immoral, for those practicing homosexuality, for slave traders and liars and perjurers, and for whatever else is contrary to the sound doctrine that conforms to the gospel concerning the glory of the blessed God, which he entrusted to me. I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has given me strength, that he considered me trustworthy, appointing me to his service. Even though I was once a blasphemer and a persecutor and a violent man, I was shown mercy because I acted in ignorance and unbelief. The grace of our Lord was poured out on me abundantly, along with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. But for that very reason, I was shown mercy so that in me, the worst of sinners, Christ Jesus might display his immense patience 
as an example for those who would believe in him and receive eternal life. Now to the King eternal, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honour and glory forever and ever. Amen. Timothy, my son, I'm giving you this command in keeping with the prophecies once made about you, so that by recalling them, you may fight the battle well, holding on to faith and a good conscience, which some have rejected, and so have suffered shipwreck with regards to the faith. Among them are Hymenaeus and Alexander, whom I have handed over to Satan to be taught not to blaspheme. Lord Jesus, I'm struck as we read these words how Paul describes himself as the worst of all sinners. It's just so clear, Lord Jesus, that in so many ways we fall short of the perfection that you have shown us and the love that you have deemed us worthy of. We just are unable to live in the way that you call us to live. Jesus, I pray that you continually forgive us. And I thank you that through faith in you and everything you've done for us, we are able to live in that continual state of forgiveness and being made right and presented to our Father blameless in you. Jesus, thank you for that forgiveness because without it, we are in a world of pain. We thank you for that love that forgiveness and that commitment that you show to us. And in your wonderful forgiving name we pray, Jesus. Amen.